Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Level Grinding. This is our third one this week, trying to catch you up for that downtime that we had after I got a job and my body forgot that it doesn't want to do shit like that. What we're going to do today, we're going to go over IGN, released a whole slew of trailers and stuff from this past IGN staff meeting weekend. We're going to go over all of that. We're going to go and discuss what we're excited about with the upcoming games. It is Drew here again with Rob. What's going on, buddy? How much? Another day older. Another day older. Specifically another day older. Today is your birthday, my friend. Happy birthday. Thank you. We are going to record, edit, post all of this. That way the whole world has got your, what, like 22nd birthday on file? I wish. 37. Fucking same. I'll be older. July, I'll be ahead of you again, don't worry. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get started on that. You have got our list of trailers and stuff because I don't have what the kids call free time. So I haven't been able to get caught up on these. So we're going to have you just go down the list. I'll ask any questions that I have because we all know that's how I operate. And I want to discuss stuff. So go ahead and get us started, my friend. To start off before we hit the IGN FanFest, Bethesda Steam Sale currently happening. A hundred different games with Fallout 4 being among them. Price drops for the Fallout Classic Collection, which includes 1, 2, and Tactics, is $16.77. Fallout 3 is $2.23 US. Fallout 4 is $5.90. Fallout New Vegas is $8.37. Deathloop is only $18. Like, it's a fucking great list. We are not sponsored by either Bethesda or Steam. I wish. Yeah, no, I that'd be great. If you guys want to pay me, I'll brag about your games more than I already do, which is weird, honestly. The Elder Scrolls Online came out with a trailer during the IGN FanFest for their expansion Necrom. This trailer was the Arcanist class overview. It'll let you deal damage and support allies, as well as be tanky so you can absorb punishment from enemies that makes it a very flexible class especially in that game where it's like this is what this class does otherwise you're going to be screwed if you try another role one of our biggest supporters kyle it's his favorite game yeah i I keep meaning to go like try it and i remember to say i haven't isn't fair i did it before like when it first launched before they did any patches or anything Oh, when it was bad. Yeah, so I've been savagely tainted. So it's probably, I'm probably overdue to go give it another shot because I love Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls in general, and just the lore of the world. So maybe once I get caught up on games, (laughs) we'll give that a shot and see what we can do with that. All right. But game that caught my attention right away, and unfortunately it's another one that we're going to need to get an Xbox for, but... God, the last the last case of Benedict Fox. It's a darker toned detective game where you fight demons, monsters, and you go to like all kinds of creepy location. 
It's coming out April 20th. I guess that'll be the first game we need Xbox for the rest of them don't release until well after. Yeah. We got to look at the Jedi Chambers puzzle rooms for Jedi Survivor. And they looked really freaking cool. They were super interactive puzzles and just looked real good fun. The trailer they dropped for it, it was four minutes and 44 seconds of puzzles. That's what's up. That's like a real challenge to some Star Wars fans. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be I enjoy puzzles. It's everything I see about the new Star Wars game just makes me more excited for it. that. And then once we finally get this KOTOR remake, oh, babe. Lazy Bear Games showed off the first trailer for Punch Club 2 Fast Forward, the sequel to their 2016 RPG Punch Club. We don't have a release date yet, but we know it's coming to PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Steam, and Nintendo Switch and Steam. That's right, Nintendo Steam and Switch. Nintendo Steam. Uh, the trailer had a bunch of pop culture references, including an opening that parodied The Matrix. Do what now? Give me that one more time. It has it had a bunch of pop culture references in it, so I was excited because you know me including an opening that parodied The Matrix. Okay. What game was this? And that was Punch Club 2 Fast Forward. Okay. Okay. Lies of P showed a release window that it's coming this August. It's This is the Souls-like Pinocchio game. Sure. Including... It showed us a look at the Blue Fairy, who, you know, is responsible for Pinocchio getting his goals in the original story. Yeah. Redfall devs, which is Arcane, the people who made Dishonored and all that, they brought some new gameplay footage, and they answered a bunch of questions with the IGN team. We learned that Arcane wanted to focus on world building and narrative in Redfall. They also spoke about the weapons, said some that some players will be instantly familiar with, and some that are uniquely related to vampire slaying. Alrighty. Definitely worth looking at least. Yeah. Diablo 4's beta kicks off in March. It'll be March 17th through 19th for early access buyers. The general public will have access March 24th through 26th. Oh, so we got like a weekend? Yeah, just the little open beta teaser. Do they have a release date yet for the full game? Yeah, they've had one. I have to look what it is, but we've I, we've I'm gone sure. over it ourselves. I'm sure. Uh, I live a June life. Second, twenty twenty three, twenty days before a good game comes out. And then what's the uh, what's the release date for the beta? March twenty fourth through twenty sixth for the general public. Okay. There was an exclusive almost two-minute clip of AEW Fight Forever. It was Adam Page versus Brian Danielson. What's up? Do love those two. Had a look. I haven't watched it. A game called Two Atari Games. A company called Two Atari Games. Gave us a look at bare butt boxing. Did you hear me? 
You said you got to watch it. I said, how was it? I haven't watched it. And you just went on to the next game. Oh, I thought you said, I got to watch that. <laughs> I was like, okay. Terribly sorry. It was pretty fucking good. Was it? it was short, so it, that bothered me a little. Because I was like, I was getting into the match and it was like, when I'm like, hey, come back. It's <laughs> get back in. I gotta know what happened. They were also releasing all kinds of trailers for TV shows and stuff. Like freaking Shadow and Bones season two trailer was phenomenal. That's a show that me and Andrew really enjoyed. So the fact that it got a season two when they told us last year we were excited. And now there's a trailer so I can see how good it is. And then there's a Batman and Doom crossover, apparently. Okay. It's an animated film. It's called Batman the Doom that came to Gotham. Alright. I see why they covered that one, at least. It's got game attached to it, at least. Or something. Yeah. There was this low graphics game called DX Eternal Matters. It looks like it's done with the Roblox engine, but it doesn't say that. So that's just me hating on it, even though it looks like it's fun. It's just the graphics were low quality. But it's an atmospheric light puzzle platformer with some hints of stealth. It's everything you hate, but I love it. I don't hate stealth. What do you mean? Platforming. No, it's not everything. I hate Dark Souls. You can't That's platform fair. in that game. You try to jump, you dead. Dungeon Boss Respawn is coming to Netflix games. Dungeon Boss was a 2015 game where you played as the keeper of the dungeon. Don't mm. want to say that for fear of someone thinking I'm talking about Dungeon Keeper. The turn-based RPG for the king has its sequel coming out for The King 2. And these games are inspired by tabletop games that let you play in a party of up to four. Which I know that's not your bag. You don't like other people existing. I don't mind other people existing. I just don't need them in my game. The new trailer for Friends vs. Friends came out. It's apparently a frantic PvP shooter, so I'm going to give it a pass. Though it is odd that it's a frantic PvP shooter. That incorporates deck building mechanics into its gameplay. All right, guys. I wish we'd stop trying to reinvent the wheel. There's a starship captain simulator called Jump Light Odyssey. It's anime themed. The artwork really reminisces of like they were going for the style of Voltron. It puts you in the shoes of a starship captain. You get to build your ship, manage resources, and explore the stars all while taking care of your crew and their mental health and physical health. This is a Starstruck Odyssey infringement, and I'll not have it. But that's fair. We'll play it. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> it's coming to early access sometime this year. That's all it said. Okay. Not for broadcast, the FMV horror game got its first DLC announced, and it's coming next month. It's called Live and Spooky. Okay. 
It's paranormal investigation. After 10 years, we have a new Starship Troopers game. Starship Troopers Extermination. This is a cooperative FPS that you have classes and like the support class looks really good, which that's not surprising coming out of me. I love doing the support classes. I'm shocked, truly. And then there was the new Street Fighter RPG mobile game. It's a gotcha. It's called Street Fighter Duel. Game that really caught my attention and I'm oh go ahead. What were you saying? No, I'm just like, where's my where's the gotcha games I've been begging for? Yeah, where's our sweet getting gotcha? I'm like, hey, where's my sweet getting gotcha game? Where's give me my is my fire emblem gotcha game still up? It's going down. Bless it, of course it is. And this is Capcom, not Konami. So no, I know. I'm yelling at the universe, not the company. I'm like, I want a sweet getting gotcha game. And they're like, Street Fighter, and I'm like, fully no. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Let me see it. Like, fucking hell. Okay. And then there was a game that caught my attention and has both my hope and worry. I mentioned it to you earlier in passing. But The Altars. Yes. The ID in a game all about choices. In this game, you must make choices and face the consequences by meeting all your different personalities, they released a 30-second teaser trailer. Oh, very nice. It literally is long enough for it to ask one question, then it ends. And I was like, okay, you've got me intrigued. It's like, all right, now finish telling me. Telltale Games came out with, they've been working on, a game for The Expanse, and they finally dropped a gameplay trailer for that. Kara G is coming back as Kamina Drummer. Other than that, it, the trailer showed exploration and conversations on the Artemis. Okay. What's The Expanse for those of us who don't watch TV? It's a sci-fi series that was on the Sci-Fi Channel and got brought to Amazon because Sci-Fi stopped caring for it. It's a show Andrew particularly enjoys. Is that the one that's not Star Trek? A lot of them are not Star but Trek. It's, well, it's Star Trek, but it's not Star Trek. No, this is like sci-fi creepy. So oh, you know what? I'm thinking of the Orville. Oh, I love the Orville so much. That's what I was thinking <laughs> of. All right. And then there's another one that's coming out that is sci-fi themed it's the invincible okay. it's a new game based on the novel of the same name by stanislaw lem new trailer showed just a lot of establishing spot shots for space exploration showed excavation and robots all while setting the game's creepy and off-putting tone the pc super hit that was like a sleeper hit Valheim is coming to Xbox Series X. They released a trailer of it running on it, and it actually was running much more smoothly than I thought it would. I... I'm so over Valheim, man. <laughs> and it's nothing to do with, like, the game itself. The game is fine. But for those who haven't known me for more than 15 minutes, the fucking Viking reenactment community is just so 
bonerific over Valheim. It's unreal. And uh, I'm glad the people who play it and enjoy it have got their game. But holy shit, am I just exhausted with Valheim's existence? One of the bigger trailers that's not a video game, but something that you'll be really interested in. Oh? 10-minute voice acting lesson from Johnny Young Bosch. Oh, that's Promo- promoting Trigon Stampede. I do love learning and Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah. So that's helpful. Game coming out called Homebody. It's uh-huh. a horror game that's reminiscent of the PS2 era games. In this one, you're just catching up with old friends and trying not to get murdered. I do frequently try not to get murdered. It's honestly my favorite thing to do is to not die. Opposite here, and it still hasn't worked. (laughs) At least I have a higher success rate. Raw Men is coming out. It's an arena fighter that's all about food and where they're not putting the stress on how many times you die or how many times you kill people. They just want to see the wildest shit you can do. The only thing I'm thinking about right now is that fucking stand-up comedian we just watched the other day. Yeah. It's the only um, thing I can picture in my head. She, she liked to eat Asian noodles, and she cheated on me with five dudes. You might say she likes raw men. She said, he said, two things about my ex. She likes Japanese noodles, and she cheated on me with five guys, no condom. So you could say she likes raw men. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. You got it, guy. Oh, you're the champion. Like You win. But the video showed gameplay while the creators and the IGN guy ate super spicy ramen. At Mm. one point, one guy was like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to stop. I could barely breathe. And I'm like, you're doing this wrong you don't eat at that speed <laughs> if i just shuffle it all into my face because it's enjoyable why am i in pain and i'm like oh duh <laughs> that or he was shoveling it into his face because it was awful and he was trying to get it the fuck over with oh no he was complimenting all kinds of things and then he ate the egg in it and everyone's like that's super steeped But the game itself looks super fucking fun. Like, I was watching it, and I was just like, I think I'll get this. I'm actually going to recommend it to Jason for the NGA game rooms, because we like to have stuff up on the projectors that's silly and super engaging and fun. And this hits that. This hits what? Hits the... Silly, super engaging, and fun. It hits all of those. Awesome. And now, one of the most controversial games I've ever seen. But I'm weirdly in- excited to play it. Mm-hmm. We got to see the new trailer for I Am Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Ugh. Okay. game I... that takes place on the journey of Jesus Christ's life. In first person coming to PC via Steam. I'm like, guys. Like, the, this is going to end 
it's either wonderfully or terribly and i don't know which one but i guess we'll all find out together i just oh man it all depends on the tone if there's any sarcasm in this tone at all when this game comes out the christians are going to come undone you were going to say unhinged i'm like they started that way yeah uh, like... There was nine years of Shadow. Okay. This is a game that feels like it was made straight for me. It's a new stylish Metroidvania coming to PC on March 27th. The trailer showed off the Poseidon armor, the Helios armor, and the Gaia armor, all of which give you different elemental abilities from swimming through water like a mermaid to being able to use like the fireball obstacles as a method to let you platform. And then the Gaia armor... You can travel through the ground in areas that has like perforation in the ground and just pop up in different other areas. That's what's so, up. I'm pretty excited. Then there's Protodroid Delta, which is literally like 3D Mega Man with platforming. Yeah, Mega, Mega Man's the platforming game. Mega Man has platforming. This one. Like the amount of platforming in it and using abilities and like sometimes there are obstacles as you're jumping that you got to clear. So you have to use your arm cannon or your laser sword. Which the whole thing just felt like Mega Man, but it was a girl and her movements looked more natural. Okay. Then there's the sequel to 2064 Read-Only Memories, which is a game that we got, I want to say, eight years ago. Seven or eight years ago. It was a cyberpunk adventure game by Midboss. It was basically you were in a bar and people would come in and then you would go and investigate trying to solve a mystery. And the new one is a sci-fi full-on adventure game coming to PC and consoles this summer. It looks a lot better. I'm definitely going to get it. Uh, a weird game I saw that will hit a few of our friends' interests and then send them to hell. Uh-huh. Solium Infernum. It's a new game with the gameplay of like Civilization and Age of Empires set in hell. Alright. Most of our friends are cool with being in hell anyway. The game is coming to PC and it's available to wishlist on Steam. Then there was Chia, which is like the perfect synthesis of Breath of the Wild with the island setting of Wind Waker. There's combat and you can you can move through the game, traverse with a glider or rafts and or climb a tree and then shake back and forth to make it bend and launch you. And then your character has this like possession ability. I don't remember what they call it. It's like soul bonding or soul jacking, but like her left eye glows and you can possess things from objects to animals. And everything has its own unique way of moving once you're in it. Like, 
one of the things they showed was you possess a teddy bear, and the teddy bear just rolls awkwardly around. But you can, well, you can also possess bones. explosives and then aim at enemies and launch them. And then as you launch them, she removes herself from it, so it hits the enemy and explodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was real cool. I was a big fan of it. Witchfire, which appears to be a dark fantasy first-person shooter. It showed that its guns have powers by showing off a, the hand cannon hunger. It gains strength from critical hits. Each time you reload, reload the gun, a certain number of your bullets will be extra strength depending on how many critical hits you landed before the reload. And it's a revolver, so it's six shots. So if you get six critical hits, then sit, all six of your bullets are replaced with super strong bullets for the next time. Kind of crazy. Yeah, it was. And the guns evolved. So, like, first one, it's a flat increase of times two power. But after that, it's the increase increases as you level the gun. And then it's tier three ability. The extra strength bullets also freeze the enemy solid. So you can go up and just melee them. Or if they were in the air, they'll land and shatter. Oh, I do love the status effect kills. Those are always fun. Yeah. And. Yeah, then they showed WrestleQuest. Oh, this is the I one know you've for. been hyped for that. This is the Pro one I'm wrestling here for. Turn-based RPG. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, the match it showcases is a tag team cage match. And in it, we didn't get to see her. Randy Savage show off his abilities much because he was the one trying to climb the cage. So he basically had to spend three turns climbing. And during that time, the enemy would try to pull him down. You'd have to mash X. But like the guy he had with him was doing like this move where he would go and throw the enemy behind him, rush behind him before the enemy landed, and just straight up like give him a boot so he would get tossed take the damage as the toss ends and then the kick damage as well as the damage of colliding with the rope at the end because it was a cage. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm so excited for WrestleQuest. It's unreal. I knew you would be. I don't know if the audience is aware of how much I love wrestling. (laughs) So much fun. That was... All the games that were announced, they also showed different shows, like a show called Rabbit Hole for on Paramount Plus starring Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. And it looks like it was some kind of conspiracy that his wife got murdered. Then there was a Polite Society, which was an upcoming martial arts film starring Ritu Araya and Priya Kansara. They're two Indian actors. They're siblings who are at odds with each other and the combat the conflict eventually turns to combat after one sister meddles with the other one's engagement. It looks really dope for me. Young rock actors talk about the legacy of Dwayne Johnson and how they brought his origin story to life. They look at Picard season three and why it's not just more of the next generation. And the cast of Picard three named some of their favorite episodes of the next generation. There's a trailer for Scream 6. Like, the 
context of the trailer given by the directors is anybody could be Ghostface. I'm like, yeah, that was always the point of the screen movies. Like, that's the way it always was. Those that's always been the rules. That's okay. That was always allowed. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Let's see, there was another show or movie that I had seen there. Um, we talked about Doom that came to Gotham. Oh, The Ark. It's basically it's a sci-fi show where people are trying to survive in space and cast members, like the cast members, not the characters, were keeping secrets from each other to like up the drama on things. And they discussed what inspired the spacesuits. No, what inspired the spacesuits? I don't remember. It was very blase for me, but I know some people are going to be real excited for it. I'm sure. There was uh, Quantumania cast answering questions, the Ant-Man, the Wasp Quantumania, and they asked the guy playing Kang. Okay. Which is Jonathan Majors. They asked him, would the butt strategy work on Kang? And then he had to have the butt strategy explained to him, and he was laughing. He was like, no, that wouldn't work. Kang's always got a contingency, and he would know that one of his biggest enemies could do that so he would already be prepared and I'm like that's fair <laughs> I don't why I don't I'm gonna argue with that I'll argue he with does Jonathan. all the time travel I will argue with Jonathan Majors that anybody planned for Ant-Man to go in their asshole I'll argue with that because the internet thought that plan up right Ant-Man has been a thing and he's had these powers since the 60s and never has he crawled in a butt to do that and we don't have to have the butt strategy because it's not shit that man would do. He did, actually. I'm trying to remember I would love to know. who with. Give me a sec. I'm just going to Google. So you should go ahead and riff for a little bit. I don't. I've, it's wild that I would have to riff on does Ant-Man go in people. No, just talk so I can. No, I. that's what I'm doing. It's just wild that. Why does the Internet think of shit like this? Like, I'm a whole entire hedonist, right? Like, I get some of the wild shit the internet does. But the fact that MCU has been around for almost 20 years at this point, that we're that now we're like, why don't you just, why don't you just crawl the butt of intergalactic's <laughs> demigod and just make yourself so big? And that'll work. That's not, there's a variety of reasons that's not going to work. But mostly because, why would you? We all know that whoever we're talking about, is a super villain, right? He would just clinch his sphincter and snap Ant Man in half. What's her name did to Maui? But if you have not experienced Maui outside of the Disney Channel, you're very confused right now. But I promise you, read up on the like the actual Maui of like religious origins. I swear to God, you'll find out what I'm talking about, and it is bananas. Have we still not found this thing you're talking about? No, I'm looking. I don't think it happened. I think this is just hopeful drawing from the internet that we're remembering. Because I like to think that somebody who is trying to tell a legitimate story through the avenue of comic books was never like, what if we just crawled up his butt and got real big? I don't think it was butt, but he entered an enemy and expanded. That's a threat to know. Oh, the, that is one thing 
you can tell that story. I thought we were talking about strictly going up a butt. Oh, no, we weren't strictly talking about butt stuff. Butt stuff is always on the table, but not strictly what I'm butt talking stuff. about. Butt stuff is always on the table. Remember that, gang. That's why he has to clean the table every day. Every It's exhausting, <laughs> but worth it in the end, <laughs> if I'm honest. Like, it does, it does get messy. It does get messy. But yeah, no, definitely a solid staff meeting from IGN. IGN. What is it the staff? It's, it, look, FanFest, if you're an IGN fan, you're an IGN staffer. That's what it is. I don't know anyone who casually sits around and just talks about how dope IGN is. That's not a thing that happens. IGN doesn't have a FanFest. They have people who use their guides to get through games. And that, that's useful, for sure. I appreciate that about them. <laughs> but to call it a fan fest is generous on the best of days. Also, yesterday, Falcom president Toshihiro Kondo stated that he wants to make the next Trails game as soon as possible. He doesn't want to take five years and risk people forgetting the series. Yeah, he doesn't want to forget about the series with 13 He doesn't want to risk people forgetting about it. He is not going to forget about the series. I know. I was just putting together the same thing. He wants to get all the story he wants to have told, told before he dies. He also stated that Yeast will be getting their next game before the new Trails games come out that aren't already slated. So that's okay. exciting too. That's what's I like Yeast a lot. The that I played. I haven't finished Yeast one yet. But I played seven, eight, nine. And those are really good. It does feel like if you just play seven, eight, nine, you could be forgiven for thinking Yeast just has a character for the whole franchise. It mostly does. Is it all that one dude? Yeah, I don't. Oh, okay. Bro, like, what kind of life are you living, my man? That's complex. A wild one. Insanity. Bendy in the Dark Revival will be coming March 1st to consoles, and it'll only be $30, which is pretty good. Okay. We there's only, I was going to say, there's only one Bendy I know, and she's busy in Australia. No, this is Bendy, not Bendy. Okay. It's, it's, is this one of the things uh, my kids are probably crazy about? Maybe he does like a lot of horror games, so probably actually. Is this the one Which with, the ink, weird. with an ink machine? Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah, he fucking this is the sequel. Game. Then there's the action RPG Bleak Faith, it'll be out March 10th with Archangel Studios. They just announced it. There wasn't this wasn't part of the IG and Fan Fest. We're done with that. Okay, that's good. Heather Hazen is the new. Studio head for Firaxis Games, the publisher for, well, the developer for Sid Meier's games like Civilization. And she confirmed that the next mainline entry in the Civilization series is under development. Okay. Atelier Ryza 3 went gold, and for some reason we still don't have it. Because <laughs> it's not out yet. Genshin Impact released. Ver so... Real fast, before we go into that, explain what you mean by went gold, because it's a different terminology than most people are used to with go gold. Okay, when gaming, when a game goes gold, 
It means the game has completed development and is ready for mass production to meet its release date. There you go. Because most people are like, how did it sell a million copies? It's not even out yet. I thought a million was planned. I don't know. I'm not in the music industry either. I am. Okay. As Andrew turns over in his bed. Yeah, no. How much are you making off of the music industry? Is the question. Oh, nothing. I'm not talented. But I saturate your market. Oh, singing at me does not put you in the music industry, my friend. <laughs> but Ancient Impact released their version 3.5 update called Wind Bloom's Breath. Okay. Oh my god. Oh so my god. That's what I feel like. Somebody help me. New Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon game is coming out. Full title for this new action RPG. Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Familia Myth Battle Chronicle. Oh my. Did Panic at the Disco name this game? No, this is more like Fallout Boy. That's not an answer. But no. It's Unfortunate. Slime Rancher 2 Song of the Sabres has released. It's an update for Slime Rancher 2, and it's updated for early access right now. So, real fast, what is the fucking point of Slime Rancher? You are on a planet, and you catch slimes for their various oozes to develop things and to explore the planet. I'm bad at describing it. It's fairly fun. It's not a tax evasion game, but I guess. I'm going to take a break from the news while you tell them about your experience the other day. I, you're not being remotely specific. I tax evasion game. Shit. No, we talked about it on the last episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, we that was the breakdown at the end because I was like, hey, we're going through your game list real fast. What the fuck is this? 505 Games and developer The Bearded Ladies released a 17-minute pre-alpha gameplay video for their turn-based tactical RPG Miasma Chronicles, which seems to scratch that Fallout itch that I have. Oh, I'll have to check that out. I've been on a Fallout kick here lately. Cyberpunk isometric shooter Slavic Punk Old Timer is going to launch sometime this year. Okay. And now to follow up on last episode where I talked about a food-focused action roguelike game, Cuisineer is coming out. Cuisineer? It's cuisine. So Cuisineer. Okay. All right. I love Food Wars, so let's do it. They released a combat demo three days ago for Dragonition, which is now available. Save data from the demo cannot be carried over to the full game. I don't know why I thought we owned that already. It's not out yet. Well, yeah, it is now. No, that was the demo is now available. You sure? That's what it says. Let me check the date then. I was looking at something the other day they had it. Yeah, I thought it was already out, but this just says the demo's out, so 
I very much may have just been mistaken back then. Oh, it was available for pre-order. It releases... No, it's out. Okay. Two days ago. So the article from three days ago makes sense that it wasn't out then. Dreamlight Valley is getting a festival of friendship. And actually, it's already out. I have been playing some of this game, and I picked up a golden doorknob, which started this event. And basically, you have to just do some friend activities for a little bit, and the doorknob will manifest a mini casita for me. Very nice. There's a game coming out called Alice Gear Ages CS Concerto of the Simulatrix. Um, it's a 3D battle action game that came out in Japan last September. And it seems to be pretty cool. I, the pre-orders get a 10% discount right now, but it does it seem it only seems to be pretty cool, so it hasn't gotten me to where I need to pre-order it. No, there's not. Okay. One of the DLC that they revealed for Like a Dragon Nation is the Dragon of Dojima. So I can be <laughs> all over God. Did you enjoy playing as him for the character of one, two, three, zero, one, two, three, four, five, and six? How about <laughs> putting him back in the feudal era? In his, in his fucking suit and everything. So what is the premise of Like a Dragon? Because would you say, I thought that was one of the Yakuza games. Like a Dragon is Yakuza. Like, in Japan, it's Ryuga Gotoko, Like a Dragon. And that's also the name of the studio. Ishin is a game that's set back in the feudal era. And it's... Basically the same premise as the Yakuza games. A person is needlessly murdered and you're trying to solve the murder. Which, for most of the Yakuza, winds up being a big story point. Okay. Uh, for the VR people, there's a new game coming out called Kill It With Fire. It's a first-person spider-hunting game. It's a solid plan, honestly. Oh, another League of Legends story was announced. Song of Nunu, a League of Legends story. From Riot Forge and developer Tequila Works. It looks like Riot Forge is just working with a ton of developers right now. Because we have, coming out soon... Song of Nunu, Convergence, The Mage Seeker. Yeah, just those three, but still, that's three uh, League of Legends stories games coming out this summer. Man, League of Legends is busy. They just keep dropping shit. Shame they had to run League of Legends for so long before they were able to stop dropping, start dropping good shit. <laughs> I said what I said. Uh, fucking League of Legends, like, the core League of Legends is very bad. 
and not even necessarily the game. Like I don't like that game style, but just the community is the worst. Okay, so I see what I was looking at. Like a Dragon releases on the 21st. It's a busy day. But the Digital Deluxe Edition released on the 17th. Ah. Which is now available for download. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> it's on mine because I don't have my credit card info for me to put onto yours. But just when you get downstairs, log on to my name. Richard Belzer just died. Oh shit! Yeah, that's not fun. That for people who don't recognize him by his name, he played Munch in Law and Order SVU and Homicide: Life on the Street. But he was in like everything from. The 90s through to now. Yeah, he's mostly famous for John Lush, though. Yeah. Even in The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, he played a character that was basically John Munch. Like, his existence just linked worlds, and some of them were confusing to be linked. Like, Arrested Development, he played Detective John Munch. Hey, man. My man plays a role. That's fine. <laughs> his role. Like... He's been playing this for 30 years. I'm not going to say he's been typecast, but we all know he has. To quote Danny Trejo, what am I typecast as? Well, you seem to be a Chicano who starts fights and robs people and could kill somebody. Yeah, I am a Chicano who could start fights, rob people, and could kill somebody. Let them pay me. Yeah. <laughs> That was my I'm favorite like, shit. He was like, like Danny went to prison for all of that shit. <laughs> let him, he was like, let him, let him after they cast him in like his third role, a friend was like, aren't you worried about being typecast? What the hell is that? And they told him, he's like, yeah, that's who I am. Yeah, he's like, yes, that's me. I'm Machete. I said what I said. <laughs> oh, man. So, I know it's only been a couple days since we recorded last, but what you been playing? Mostly Soul Hackers. Soul Hackers 2. It's so good. The music gets me, though, because it's super soothing. And I've been... Ooh, just thinking about it, it's lulling me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having trouble getting to sleep lately, so it's been... Very powerful to me. That's what's up. So what is it about? Uh, it's uh, about two people who are given physical form by Ion, which is A-I-O-N. It's an artificial, artificial intelligence observation network. And it basically, in the digital era that's happening, 
able to be a consciousness beyond that of humans. And the end of the world's about to happen, and you need to collect five covenants. But the reason you originally get sent to Earth is to save the lives of two people who are supposed to stop the uh, bad people from obtaining the covenants. And one of them gets murked and turns into goo, so that's not an option. And the other one is in the first maybe five minutes of the game. You soul hack into them, which is where she, the character who is your main character, kneels down and takes their head in hers and connects to their soul. And in so doing, she converses with them and brings them back to life. And the side effect of the soul hack is that all the physical damage to the body has been healed, but not all the mental damage. There's a dungeon you go to to repair friends' cognition, basically, and also to repair the damage to yourself, because after the third person you soul hack, your character takes two steps and she just fucking passes out right there on the ground. Oof, that's not great. Yeah, they're like, oh, we gotta, you gotta not do that. Like, her best friend, the other agent that went down with her, stop doing that. She's like, I do it when it needs to be done, so I'm gonna keep doing it. Bye. Just don't do a die. I won't die. I'm the main character. I'm gonna live forever. I've learned that the PSVR 2 has haptic vibrations on the headset. Oh, I, I can what... see that. Yeah, we were watching something together the other day, and I was rather it irate was, uh... about the idea. Uh, no, it was drum, drums, whatever. Drums rock. Yeah. And I was irate about the idea of the fucking goggles vibrating on my head. It makes sense for a musical game. I've never been to a concert that didn't vibrate every inch of my body. That's fair. We're going to get you the uh... X-Vest. Everything else would be a problem. I don't know what's going on, but now, within the last 24 hours, I am now in the third food-based game that's been advertised to me. This one is a Metroidvania-inspired cooking game I feel like somebody. Delicacy. I feel like somebody showed the gaming industry the anime Food Wars, and they're like, oh, this is a great idea. No, it's nothing like that. It's These are joke. all like... I'm joking. It's this thing about food. I'm trying to beat you in the middle here. I was just being alarmed at the number of things that are like, hey, you want a food-centric Metroidvania? And I'm like... Well, they're trying to make money off of... They're, yeah, they're trying to make money off fat bitches like me. And I'm just like, I'll take any form of Metroidvania. That's true. If it's bad, boy, will I roast it. <laughs> but you'll take it. <laughs> That's what they need. They got your money if it's bad. They still got yeah. your money. Well, a little bit shorter than our typical fare, but we've done three episodes this week. We haven't really given the gaming industry a lot of time to get caught up with us. And uh, to be fair, last yesterday's episode was, was the longest episode we've ever done. It was episode seven. On this note, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap a little earlier than we normally do, but that's okay. We appreciate you guys coming with us, joining us for another episode of level grinding again if you want to support us beyond just watching the episodes or listening to the episodes either we will be up on youtube here shortly in the next week or so i just need to have the free time in the next couple days 
to take all of the podcast audios, plug them onto videos, and get them uploaded. But I'll be taking care of that in the next couple of days. We have our link tree in the description below. That's going to have links to our Patreon, our Etsy store, all the places that you can find the level grinding as a podcast. It's going to have a link to our YouTube once that's up, our Facebook, our Twitter, anywhere and everywhere you want to get with us. We are looking for feedback anywhere and everywhere you can bring it to us. If you know me personally, you've got my cell phone number. If you don't have my cell phone number, our link free has my Twitter. If you don't want to do Twitter, it's got our Facebook. We respond to messages anywhere and everywhere. You can email us at the email in the description there. Any email I receive, I will immediately forward to Robin so that we both see it and we can both respond to it properly. Is there anything else? think we're good guys i hope you guys have a great week we'll have another episode up for you here in a few days but until then take your potions and keep on grinding